Hi, I'm Kelsey Farias. And I'm Armando Farias. And each week we will be sharing knowledge and inspiration on becoming a better you. Feeling down, defeated, or looking at how to better yourself? We got you. Already successful? Great. Let's help you achieve even more. Sit back and get prepared to hear about overcoming challenges related to self-development, such as mental health, relationships, goal setting, personal growth, fitness, and dream building. Welcome, Welcome to, to Self-Love Sit-Downs. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another amazing episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. Kelsey and Armando here with you. Thank you for tuning in. And if you haven't already subscribed to our podcast, please do so. Hit that subscribe button. That way you're up to date on every new episode that we put out. We put these out once a week, and they vary in from fitness, from mindset, to finances, which is my wife's cup of tea, which she enjoys very much. Mm-hmm. If you notice on those finance episodes, I do nothing but uh-huh, 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 yep. because she handles everything in our household in regards to finances, okay? Um, anyways, today, what we are bringing you, I think, is probably one of the most important things that you can do for yourself to better yourself in regards to anything in life, whether it's fitness, whether it's financial gains, whether it's family, ways to be more confident, we think that that's probably one of the most important things that you can do for yourself is building your confidence. And we're going to be talking about that. We're going to give you five ways that we believe are some of the most important things that you can implement to build that confidence. Confidence comes from getting results in something. You don't just have confidence in something. We all start somewhere and it's really easy for us to look at somebody else who's excelling in something and say, wow, they're really confident. They're really great at this. They have a lot of knowledge. They've got a lot of experience in this. Well, that experience isn't just handed to them. That experience comes from work, that experience and that confidence comes from the experience. And so we have to first do to be able to build confidence. So the first one that we have for you is take action. Get really comfortable being uncomfortable. That's going to be kind of a theme throughout these is taking action, even if it's messy action, but mostly you're going to be uncomfortable. That is normal. If we remain the same, I feel like this has been my theme. I've said this probably a hundred times already and it's only, yeah, it's only March, (laughs) but Nothing changes if nothing changes. You have to take action. You have to get uncomfortable. That's where growth happens is when we're uncomfortable, when we're choosing to do something, anything, you have to take action. And this is something that my business coaches really hammered into us at, you know, in my last mentorship program was take action, even if it's messy. And we'll kind of touch on some things because failure is part of that. And that's one of them in the future here for us. But we have to first put one foot in front of the other. If you just remain where you are, how are you going to build confidence in something? How are you going to get results in something if you don't first try? You have to execute. That is crucial for the growth of your confidence. Think of I think of makeup. My best friend is in makeup. My confidence in makeup is probably like a negative two. It's, it consists of eyeshadow and... I don't even use eyeshadow. No, it consists of whatever you put on your eyelashes. What that's mascara. Called? Mascara. Yeah. It consists of mascara. Yeah. That's my, <laughs> that's my makeup regimen. And 
I don't have confidence when putting makeup on because it's not my thing. But you know what? I don't practice. Mm -hmm. I don't take action on it. For sure. I... For sure. Thanks, for Beeps. Sure. No, I was, just, well, I was just thinking in general, like overall, like the, the, what you're talking about is taking practice and stuff. But I wasn't, yeah. ag- I was agreeing with you. <laughs> you were like, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. She's not lying here. She is telling the truth. But for her, she didn't, she just didn't pop out of her mom and like be extremely excellent at doing makeup. No, that came from taking action. She did the research. She watched the YouTube. She, practiced on herself she's practiced on our whole friend group that is how she's built that confidence in it now she can step up and somebody be like hey can you give me a smoky eye can you give me this look and she's like give you a black eye yeah that'd be my answer (laughs) but she that came from taking action you can't expect to build confidence in something with doing nothing with it or looking and researching nothing. That's, that's just not how it works. And sometimes I'm sure she tried a new look and it absolutely sucked. Mm -hmm. You know, like the, I think of the Pinterest expectation versus versus fail. Like, and I'm sure there's a lot of that and that's how it's supposed to be. You learn a little bit each time But again, you have to be trying things to first kind of build that. And then you build some momentum with that. And everyone starts somewhere. You have to put in the work. You cannot just wish for it. And that is something we, we all can have wants, needs, desires. But the difference between just wanting those and actually receiving those is the action in between. Exactly. You have to work for it, not just wish for it. You have to wish for it. You have to want it and you have to take action. And I do want to say that I know Kelsey touched on it, but confidence, we're not, nobody is born with confidence. Nobody comes out of the womb and is like, bam, what's up? What's up motherfuckers? Yes. (laughs) So when you see somebody, we all have those people, that, that friend, that family member, that, uh, maybe that person that we look up to that's like, wow, they're really fucking confident. I want to be like them. Just know that that confidence is earned. They learned that confidence. So if they can do it, you can do it, which I think is really important. A lot of times we look at people and we're like, wow, they're really confident. Wow, I can't do that. Why? Ask yourself, why can't you do that? That is something that they learned or earned by failing, by doing something over and over and building that repetition. So remember, we're not born with it. You have to build it with repetition. So you have to fail at it. Number two, have a clear picture. What do you want? What does that look like? What, What do you want to aspire to be? You have to have a clear picture. You have to visualize. You have to see where you want to be. You have to you have to convince yourself that it is something that you can attain. When you look at somebody that's really confident, tell yourself, I can be there. I can do it. It'll take some work. It's going to take some uh, taking action with stuff that maybe I'm not super confident in, but that's what's going to build it. That's what you're going to do. That's what you need to do in order to see yourself being there. I think something really important too, like as you were talking, I was thinking of when we're looking up to somebody, somebody's a mentor to us. How do we show up as a more confident person, we learn, right? That comes from learning things, asking questions, being curious. That builds confidence. The more you know, the more you grow. Growth leads to confidence. And so we have to remember that we have to be a student. You have to be willing to learn and see the vision of where I'm headed, what I want, 
what I'm headed after. And then you have to take the messy action, ask the questions, fail forward. You're figuring it out as you go. Nobody automatically knows what their path is going to look like. We have a clear expectation of what we want. I can almost guarantee you it is never a straight line. Yeah. You can visualize, okay, I want it to be, I want to go from point A to point B just like this in this number of days in whatever you're pursuing, whether it's a fitness journey, a financial goal, or opening a business, whatever that looks like for you. Though we don't want to have the expectation of perfection, we want to have a clear plan so we know what's next. When we have that clear plan, we've visualized what it's like, you're, it is more familiar to your mind. When you're chasing something and you have no idea of any of it, it can feel overwhelming to think of, of all the things, right? But when we have a clear plan and we can say, okay, first I need to do this, then I'll do this. You can visualize each of those steps and you have a clear idea of what needs to happen next. And that comes from taking action, creating the plan, having the visualized plan, executing on it. And just, I mean, really the power of the mind is, what's the saying? Where the mind goes, the body flows. Where the mind, where the mind goes, energy flows. Energy flows. I think of body flows because I'm thinking of like fitness. I talk to my clients about mm -hmm. this, but that we have to have that in place because as humans, and I say this all the time to my clients, my clients who listen to this podcast are probably like, okay, Kelsey, we get this it. This trick is a broken You're record. You're saying the same shit, but it's the basics, guys. When we get overwhelmed, we do nothing. That's human nature. If something is too much for us, we feel like we're on overload, we shut down. You don't want to do anything. And so this is something that I really prepare new oncoming clients for is, hey, we're easing into this. I've factored in time into this journey to say, we're going to take a couple weeks to get this figured out, dialed in. Don't feel overwhelmed. We will ease you into it. Because again, if we feel too overwhelmed, we shut down. We want to do nothing. It's like, oh, this is too much for me. I'm done. I'm washing my hands of it. That's not, we don't want to have that. So how can we help alleviate some of that is having a clear plan in place because creating a plan and executing on that plan at the same time, that can be overwhelming. If you sit down and map things out, though it's probably not going to follow that exact route, you're going to have a general idea of what direction to steer the ship. And that's all that matters. You don't need to follow it word for word. Think of somebody giving a speech they probably have cliff notes, right? Yeah. They just have talking points. They're not memorizing something because I don't know about you, but when I've tried to memorize something, that's overwhelming. Yeah, for sure. I don't remember things that way. If you give me the general idea, I can follow that. And that's what this should look like. When you're executing on anything, have a general idea of where you're headed because that is going to be easier to follow. And when we, and another thing that we, that builds confidence for us, and this is not on our list is showing up and doing the things and marking things off. And that builds confidence, showing up for yourself, 
proving yourself that you can do it, doing it time and time again, that builds confidence for you. Over the last couple years, I've shown up more for myself than I ever have in my entire life. I've never had so much confidence. Am I completely confident? Am I the most confident person in the room? Absolutely not. Okay. That's a new word. Yeah. Absolutely (laughs) fucking not. I'm not, but I'm more confident than I've ever been. And I know based on the, the action I've taken, the failures I've had that I will always figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'll fail forward. Am I going to make mistakes? Hell yes, I am. But I'm building confidence from it because time and time I've proven to myself, you can do it. You can do hard things. You'll figure it out. And that's what it's about is just keep pushing through. And people get discouraged when they either feel overwhelmed or they hit that first big failure. But that is part of the process. That is, that's the price you pay for the confidence in return. Speaking of confidence, I know that you're you're a very confident person, and I just want to give credit where credit is due, that your husband is probably a big part of your confidence, so I'm going to give myself credit. So I know you were waiting to give to be to bring me up, but I'm just going to help you out with it. Okay. So you're welcome. <laughs> um, another Thanks. thing, yeah, you're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> another thing, uh, talking about the having a clear picture. One of the probably the most memorable moments, and I think Kelsey will agree that this is probably one of the most memorable moments for our kids when they were playing baseball. Isaiah's played baseball since he was about seven years old. He started a little bit later, so there's a lot of time. There's a lot of things that he had to do to catch up because other kids have been playing baseball for a long time. His ultimate goal was to hit a home run. We would always tell him, okay, picture yourself hitting the ball, picture that ball going over, picture yourself running around the bases. And he did this for season after season after season over and over. And he eventually was able to get on a team, um, a local all-star team that got to travel a little bit more. And he always... That a little was, bit? Yeah, traveled a no, lot. It traveled a I lot. Traveled, uh-huh. My ass traveled all over the state as well as to Alabama. Exactly. Okay. Not we- like... Like the Keys, not nowhere, like California coast, none of that. We went to Alabama, okay? And what was it? And Georgia, yeah. whatever. If you live in Alabama, great state. That's a great state. But it's not, Humid a, state, is it, fucking it's not a state that I want to put on my bucket list to go visit. But anyways, what I'm trying to say is that we always ingrained in him. Visualize that home run. Visualize yourself doing it. And as a, as a young kid, I mean, it's it's hard for him to think that way, as because we we know what visualizing means. But what we would tell him: close it's your eyes. It's hard for adults to buy into yeah, it. We would tell him: close your eyes and picture yourself doing it. And he did it season after season. He played baseball spring and fall ball. So there's a lot of seasons that he actually did this with. Eventually, he had the opportunity, and and this is probably the most memorable moment for both of us as parents and for him. They were at the Little League World Series down in Alabama, Phoenix, Alabama. Phoenix City was the name of the city. And he hit a home run. He was the only player that hit a home run during that whole tournament. Nobody on his else team. did. On, on his, his team. On his team. I'm sorry. Other players Other in players the tournament. Did. But did. In, in, on his team in this tournament, he was the only one to do it. And to see the joy on his face... To see him run around the bases and to see him come into the home plate and have all of his team members jumping on him, cheering him on, and just all that joy, 
that visualization, that seeing himself doing it came true. What I'm trying to say for you, some of you that have a hard time visualizing or have a hard time seeing this is you, you have to just do it. Just take action and make it work. And the biggest thing is you have to be patient. He, Isaiah was very patient throughout that whole process. I mean, he didn't do it until like four seasons into it where he was actually able to hit that home run. It took him four years to get there, but he didn't give up. He'd never told himself that he couldn't do it. He would definitely have down there were, times. Yeah, there were definitely moments. Definitely moments when he was like, I'm not going to do it. But that's our that's where parents come in and pump you up. And that's maybe where you need to have a mentor or the people that you look up to that have done it or are there to pump you up when you're feeling down. Man, even just you telling that story gets me emotional. My eyes started to well up because that was, oh my gosh, I cried like a little bitch yeah. after after that oh my gosh i screamed so loud just that moment was uh, everything apparent like just so fucking proud like my heart explodes thinking of it and it's just all of those years of dedication Mm -hmm. all of those practices all of those games all those extra times of us going to the fields and spending extra time Mm practice practicing and pumping him up and all of it, all the traveling, all the money we spent, you know, everything. All that, when that happened, none of that mattered. No. You know, you don't, you look at it back and like, wow, was it worth it? Hell, Hell fucking yes. yeah, it was worth it. So tell yourself that if you're in a position, this could take time, this, you could look back on this and be like, wow, I grinded, but look where I'm at now and I've accomplished I've accomplished it. And I think something else kind of along these lines, and I'm thinking in the form of fitness, when we're trying to create create a clear picture of what we want, you have to, and this could I, this could go for business as well or finance, but it doesn't fall under all of these. But when we are chasing something, we have to first understand where we are and where we want to be and what the difference is to get there. If you're starting a business and you're like, I want to be making six figures, Okay, my business is currently making nothing. What are the steps to get my business to do so? If I'm currently 150 pounds and I want to weigh 130 pounds, okay, what am I doing and how do I need to get there? And anything worth, like, or not worth, anything that we are trying to improve, we have to understand what are the habits we're doing now that aren't getting the results? And what are the habits of the people that are getting those results? And what do I need to change to know what we need to do to get somewhere? We have to have that clear understanding of what we need to improve. And that kind of ties back to creating the action plan to execute on. All right. Number three, fail forward. We talked about this. We've touched a little bit about this throughout this episode so far, but fail forward. What that means is you have to take action. You're going, and you have to accept that you're going to fail. You're not going to be the, you're not going to be the best baseball player getting on the field right away. You're not going to be the best runner. You're not going to be the best business owner right off the bat. You're not going to be the best person in the gym lifting with best form. You're not going to, it's just not the thing. So you need to understand that it's going to take failure in order to get better and to and when that happens that's what's building your confidence when you've learned how do you when you've learned that you've failed and that you can pick yourself up and do that task even better the next time that's building your confidence little by little and that you're using those failures to figure out 
the new path because this is the path you thought, okay, it didn't work. Okay, cool. That's one less option. We Failure really comes with the territory of growth, to be honest. you, I've never met a successful person that hasn't failed. The most successful people in the world have failed the most. We should really be looking at failure as something to strive for. Because if you're not failing, you're not trying new things. You're not playing big enough. You're not going big enough. You're not really seeing your potential and executing on that. Because I'll, I guarantee you, I don't know really anything about Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk or any of these guys that are some of the leading people in the world when it comes to their net worth and everything. I mean, I do know Amazon literally started in his garage, in his garage. just doing yep. books. Yep. Okay. Do you think that they figured it out from the get-go? No, there was probably a lot of fuck-ups coming out of that garage to now he's living in mansions and probably could buy countries. Okay. Mm -hmm. That comes from failing forward, understanding that it is part of the process. A lot of times we get so discouraged with a failure, but that should just be even more of your driving force to say, you know what, this wasn't it, but the next one's going to be and pushing forward. Because again, Failure comes with the territory of growth. If you're not failing, you're not growing. If you're not growing, you're not going to be able to be a more confident person because how are we going to build confidence from doing nothing, from staying stagnant? Exactly. I There was a time, and I've talked about this before, there was a time in my business where I felt I needed a break. And so I quit pushing for growth. I felt stagnant. And I almost shut down my business. Mm -hmm. That's what happens when we're not pushing for growth. And that was a big ass lesson to me. Girl, we have to go full throttle all the time. (laughs) Okay. We, we thought we could slow down. We cannot slow down No, because that's what happens. When you realize that failing doesn't kill you and you do something over and over, you realize that. And when you have failed, the worst thing that could possibly happen is, I think, death. And when you realize you didn't die or didn't, nothing bad happened in regards to that, you'll learn and be like, wow, okay, I messed up this time. This didn't work. So let me try this next time. And let me, let me see if this is going to be the, this is going to be the key to the, the next step in my, in my journey. So realizing that failure is just a step in the direction that you want to go. Yeah. It's just mindset on how you look at failure. Some people look at failure and be like, well, the world's ending. I'm not going to be able to do this. That's I'm, it. I, that's it. No, where those successful people, whoever you look up to as successful, I guarantee that they failed and they picked themselves up and they kept on chugging along. And they're, they are where they're at because of their failures. Seeing failure as great, one less option. I can cross that one off and keep pushing. Mm-hmm. All right. Number four, you just have to put yourself out there. Again, just going back to if you're somebody that sucks at something and you really don't want to do it, then you should do it. That probably means you should do it if more. If you, I mean, unless you, I mean, me, I'm the best dancer in the world. My wife can attest to this. I mean, at the club. Crickets, crickets. Rrr, rrr. Anyways, but if I would, if I considered myself to be a really shitty dancer and somebody asked me, hey, let's go to some dance classes, I'd be like, okay, 
Let's do it. So you just have to put yourself out there and put yourself in uncomfortable positions because that's what's going to help build that confidence. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. So really doing things that you would normally say no to, whatever that is. I mean, maybe it's going to be starting a business that you would normally say no to. Start a business. Maybe that's what you should do. Going to the gym at five o'clock in the morning. That's really fucking hard. Go to the gym at five o'clock in the morning because you normally say no to it. For me, we were at the gym earlier today and I was, I told myself, I was like, you know what? I'm going to push myself until failure. That was a really big milestone for me because I've always, I, I've always played it pretty easy at the gym lifting. Played to it where, safe. Played it safe is probably the better word for it because I don't want to hurt myself or I don't want to go backwards in, in my fitness journey. So today I was like, you know what? I'm going to set up the squat rack to where if I fail, my the squat rack's going to help me. It's going to be there for me. And I loaded up the weights and I pushed myself so hard today that I did fail. And guess what? I realized that I actually, if I wouldn't have set it up that way and put on that weight, I wouldn't have realized that I could actually do that amount of weight. Mm -hmm. Even though, yes, I failed at the end on the last couple reps, now I know that I can do it at least for eight reps. And next time when I set it up, I'll set it up the same way and I'll push myself because I found myself being stagnant. I look at my, I look, I look at my progress in my fitness journey and I'm not growing. And that's what told myself, okay, time to step it up. It's time to do what scares me. And what scares me is setting myself up for failure. I think too, you're talking in this gym example, I was on a potential client call and we were talking, she signed up. And so now she's going to become a client. And we were talking about, she's like, I have gym intimidation. I talked about this in my Facebook group the other day is it's, it's very common for women to be intimidated in the weight room in the gym. Yeah. They don't feel as confident. And so it's uncomfortable. So they avoid it. And she, that's what she said. She was like, I feel uncomfortable in the gym, but I'm excited because I know I need to push past that. And that's something that I love. I love hearing women talk about that because it's, you know, it's going to be uncomfortable, but you know, it's the difference between where you're at now and what you want. Yeah. That's gold. Yeah. It's, it's the body that she currently has versus the body she wants. She took a look at it and she says, okay, where am I at now? What are the habits I'm doing now? What are the habits of the women that have the bodies I want? They're going to the gym. They're pushing themselves. They're sticking to their macros. They're, you know, all of these things. And so we are going to make her habits align and she's going to work. She's going to get uncomfortable. She's going to push herself. We're creating a plan. We're going to execute on the plan. She's visualized it. She knows what she wants. Is she probably going to fail? Is she going to probably mess up and do some wrong? Definitely. Mm -hmm. But we're going to grow from it. We're going to, she's going to put herself out there and, learn from it and push herself out of her comfort zone. And that's where that growth happens. And again, growth is a direct correlation with your confidence that comes from getting results. Mm -hmm. All right. Number five. And I think in both Kelsey and I were talking about this before we started recording and we feel like this is probably the most important thing to do in order to build your confidence, which is strengthen your mind. You can go to the gym and push hella weight and throw weight around and do all of that and everything else. But if your mind isn't strong, you're not gonna build that confidence like you should be building it. Yes, going to the gym, putting yourself out there is gonna be great, it's gonna build your confidence, but where you take leaps and strides is all in your head. It's what's in between your ears. 
I don't really cuss a whole lot in this ep- in, in our podcast. If you haven't noticed, normally when I make these explicit, it's because my wife is the one like <laughs> dropping f bombs left and right. I, I'm a little bit more conservative, but in this particular step of strengthening your mind, quit giving a fuck about what others think. Nobody's yeah. opinions matter. Nobody else is out there doing what you're doing. Okay, so quit giving a fuck. Don't care. When you learn to quit giving those zero fucks, you'll see yourself, your mind getting stronger. Nobody above you is ever going to judge you for the things that you're doing because they've been in your shoes and they know the work that it takes. The people that are going to be judgmental of you are the people that are watching you wishing they were you. A lot of times, and Armando and I were just talking about this, that the people that are going to be the most judgmental, be the hardest on you when you're starting a new life or you know, creating that business, starting that fitness journey, the people that won't necessarily support you out of the gate are a lot of times going to be the people closest to you Yeah, because they can't grasp that here you are, you guys are friends, you guys are equals, and here you are stepping out of that and above that. Here you are growing. Maybe you're doing something they've always wanted to do, but they haven't had the discipline or the confidence or the drive to do it. And here you go doing it. People feel uncomfortable when others are doing more than them. Have you ever been sitting at the house with your spouse and your spouse starts cleaning? And you're like, fuck. Yep, yep. Now I have to clean. You feel this oh, now I have to do it too. That's what it is. People feel uncomfortable at your growth. Let them feel uncomfortable. So what you're trying to say is next time you start cleaning, I should just stay sitting on the couch and have you vacuuming and stuff around me? That's a no. Okay, okay. But really think about it. Do the opinions of other people really matter? What happens? Okay, maybe you, you wear a little bit more of a risky outfit than you're used to. Okay, let's think this through. You put this outfit on. Do you feel confident in it? Fuck yes. Yeah. Great. You go out. Are people staring at you? Yes. yes. Okay, what are people doing? Like, why are they staring at me? Well, they're probably thinking like, wow, that's a little risky. Or, wow, she looks really good in that. Or, wow, I didn't know Sarah had a banging body under that. You know, she's a mom. Under those sweats, under sweat those pants sweat and pants. that sweatshirt. Or... Maybe they are thinking like, wow, I can't believe she's wearing that. And that's it. They go on with their day. That thought crosses their mind. They move on with their day. What's the worst thing that happened? Nothing. What happened? Nothing happened. Exactly. Nothing happened. But we get so fucking hung up on the thought of what other people are thinking. What other people think of you is none of your fucking business. You have to keep going. It does not matter what they think of you. What matters is what you think of you. Is it going to make you feel good to put that outfit on and strut your shit down the grocery store aisles? Yes. Yes, it is. Because that's the only place we can go when we dress up as a grocery store because the clubs are closed. The clubs are closed, y'all. Okay. <laughs> so you strut those grocery, that frozen food section with that crop top feeling confident as fuck. Hell Yeah. You know, we just, we have to release this heavy weight that we carry that the opinions of others should change the way we live our lives because they should not. It should not. I don't give a fuck if Mary Jo 
thinks that I'm, I shouldn't be wearing a crop top. My ass is going to wear a crop top to the gym. Do I have a mom body? Also, yes. But you know what this mom body did? This mom body birthed a baby. That's what it did. (laughs) It birthed a baby and it is confident as fuck because I have put in the reps at the gym to lose the weight. I'm going to strut my shit and I'm not going to care about what Mary Jo thinks. Okay. So we have to let go of that. You have to let go of the opinions of others weighting you down and holding you back. Because when it comes to starting the business, are they going to pay your bills? No. Negative. Are you possibly missing out on hundreds of thousands of dollars? Also, yes. I'm I'm sorry, but they're not going to give me that money. So I'm going to go out. I'm going to start my business. I guarantee you this. When I started my business, I feel like people were just like, mm-hmm, okay. Cool. Okay. She started cool. a business. We're going to see how long it takes for her to fail. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. But do people really know what's going on in my business? Nope. Absolutely not. I mean, I do. Yeah. But nobody, I mean, nobody else really knows how well my business is doing. And now do I care? Oh, hell no, I don't care because I know how much I'm making in my business. And if I would have let the opinions of others stop me from starting this, I would have stopped a long time ago. And I wouldn't be where I am. We wouldn't have some of the things that we have. And your husband too, right? He helped too with this. Yeah. 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 There it is. So grateful for him. I mean, it's basically (laughs) him who's been doing all the work. (laughs) I should really take some time to thank him for that. Wow. What a lucky wife (laughs) to have a husband who watched her put in all this work and he's so supportive. So grateful. I love you. Love you too. All right. So when we come, when it comes to strengthening your mind, I also want to notate that that also comes from learning. We build confidence from learning from things. When I first started getting into fitness, before I was even thinking of it becoming a profession for me, what happened? It piqued my interest and so I learned more. I did research and that built my confidence. Because I started to learn and see how things should actually be. And then I started to execute. And then I got results. And then those results just built confidence for me. And then my friends saw that confidence. And my friends were like, hey, can you help us? Hey, can you Mm -hmm. write our workouts? And then my friends were like, oh my gosh, we're just going to get you a t-shirt that says personal trainer. And then they kept putting in my ear like, you should do this. You can tell you really enjoy this. And you're really great at this. And then it turned into a career. Mm -hmm. And that would have never happened if I didn't take the step to learn, to learn about it, to be curious about how this all worked. Be curious, learn, research, do the work. Because again, you have to do the work. You cannot just wish for it because that's going to get you the results and the results are going to get you confidence. All right. That's all we have for you today. It's been loaded with this. I'm going to run through these real quick again so you can jot these down, make note of them. So number one, you got to take action. Number two, you have to have a clear picture. Number three, you have to fail. Be prepared to fail, but fail forward. Number four, put yourself out there. Say yes to the things you would normally say no to. And lastly, and most importantly, in our opinion, is you got to strengthen your mind. Strengthen your mind builds that confidence. That's all we have for you today. 
Share this episode if you found value in it. Tag us in it. Let us know what you thought. Let us know your key takeaways. Subscribe to our podcast. And with that, we will see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. If you liked this episode, please leave us a review. In the world of podcasting, the only way to climb the ranks is by receiving feedback via comments and ratings, in return, reaching as many people as possible. As always, if you love this episode or know someone who would find value in this, share it with a friend and tag us. You can find us on Instagram at Kelsey underscore Teddy and Mondofarius05. For any additional feedback, you can email us at selflovesitdowns at gmail.com.